Well, I won't brook any nonsense, the woman stated, moving back behind the counter. She pulled up a shotgun. Like I said, I was married to a man who got his way at the end of a knife. I just won't have it. I wonder, Alice said, moving toward the counter, is there another way out of here? Course there is, the woman pointed. You go ahead through that curtain over there, and it will take you through the storeroom and into the alley behind my store. I'll keep an eye on the no account. You get on home. Alice looked at the older woman with gratitude. You're a blessing from the Lord. Bah, I don't know about that, she said, squinting her eyes to study the stranger. I do know about mean-tempered men, however. Now get on with yourself. Thank you. Alice hurried through the curtain and made her way to the back door. The alley was a muddy mess, but she didn't care. Picking her way through the ruts left by numerous delivery wagons, Alice slipped between buildings and disappeared. She all but ran the rest of the way home. It wasn't that Mr. Smith didn't know where she lived, but she would feel a lot better once she was safely behind the locked doors of the With House. Hard times in the financial world had altered the stately beauty of the upper-class estates that lined the road. Many of the wealthier Capitol Hill residents had closed their houses and moved away. With silver devalued and the mines shut until further notice, Denver had suffered a tremendous blow to its economy. No one knew that better than the stuffed shirts of this elite neighborhood. Reaching the red stone and brick house she'd come to call home, Alice hurried up the back steps and burst into the kitchen, not even bothering to remove her muddy boots. Thankfully, there was no one there to chide her. The housekeeper and butler had resigned their positions the month before, and due to the financial situation, Mr. Wythe had not seen it possible to fill their jobs. Alice didn't really mind. At eighteen, she was willing to work to get what she needed. She'd certainly never had a maid to wait on her hand and foot, even when her father was alive. Instead, she was the one required to work. Mrs. Wythe, Marty, had been kind enough to let Alice stay on with them. She'd hired Alice, without references, as her personal maid, and over time the relationship had developed into something more. Now, despite Marty's being able to pay only a small pittance, Alice remained with the comfort and assurance that she was cared for by someone. I thought I heard you in here, Marty declared, coming into the kitchen. Were you able to... Her words trailed. What happened? Was it Smith again? Alice knew it would be impossible to hide her fear. He fell in step behind me almost from the start. I tried to lose him in the shops, but he watched me too carefully. Finally, I just accepted that he would trail me wherever I went and pretended not to care. With the help of a woman at Bennett's Fabrics, I managed to get away unseen. Marty crossed her arms in contemplation. Of course, it won't stop him. I think it's time we speak with the authorities. But what will we tell them that I haven't already explained? Alice asked. They know all about him, but don't care. They said they were much too busy with the increase in crimes. People are desperate. Marty narrowed her eyes.
That's no excuse. Of course crime is increasing, with so many people suffering financial ruin. Even so, it's not right that a young woman can't feel free to walk down the street without being accosted. Next time I'll drive you myself, and we'll see if Mr. Smith is inclined to reacquaint himself with my shotgun. With her muddy boots discarded, Alice put them on the back porch and then hurried to clean up the mess she'd made on the floor. Marty had already retrieved the mop and pail. Alice took them from her and smiled. I'm supposed to be the hired help. Marty laughed. Those days are long gone, as you well know. I can't help but wonder when Jake will walk through the door and tell me the bank has closed its doors. He knows his job there hangs by a thread. Mr. Morgan told him the banks were falling into failure like dominoes lined up in child's play.